0: Amen, amen, Amen. Amen. all right. right. I said all right, right. hallelujah, amen, Amen. Amen. okay, like Pastor Gloria was saying, I want to say thank you very much everyone for your prayers, for your gifts, for your um, blessings, and some people didn't show up. So, you can put your face away, but I know you. And I saw everyone who was not here. Somebody said to me that on my wedding day, you will come to Zimbabwe and do my wedding. I said, okay. But on my birthday, they went somewhere. Have mercy, Lord. (laughs) Hallelujah. But it's all right. I said it Oh. So. Hey. 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 <laughs> Hallelujah, Amen. Amen. We'll come to Zimbabwe. We'll do Don't worry. This is an international church. We we'll go everywhere. Hallelujah, Amen. Amen. People are asking, "Is it you? Is it you?" But your wedding is going to be here, so. All right, all right. First Thessalonians, let's get to work. Let's get to work. Let's get to work. So thank you very much, everybody. And if I had to choose another church, I'll choose this church. Only three people clapped, so. Hallelujah. First Thessalonians, chapter 4, verses 1 to 4. We've been talking or I started talking uh, some time ago on committed to living a life that pleases God. I want to finish it today. If you don't mind, we've been talking f- about this for a while. But um, let's, let's look at the first uh, Thessalonians chapter 4 verse 1 to 4. The Bible says that finally, then brethren, we urge and exhort in the Lord Jesus that you should abound more and more Just as you received from us how you ought to walk and to please God. For you know that the commandment we gave you through the Lord Jesus. For this is the will of the Lord. Or this is the will of God. Your sanctification. That you should abstain from sexual immorality. That each of you must know how to possess his own vessel in sanctification and honor. Not to not in passion of lust, like the Gentiles, we do not, like the Gentiles who do not know God. Verse six says that that no one should take advantage or defraud his brother in a matter, because the Lord is the avenger of all such. As we also forewarned you and testified. Hallelujah. So, for with that, we started talking about. How we ought to please God. Our lives must be a life that pleases God. Amen. Our lives must aim to please God. Because at the end of the day, God is the one with whom we have to do. Amen. In, In Hebrews chapter 4 verse 13, the Bible says something very, 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 very scary there. It says that all things are opened and naked before him with whom we have to do. Put that scripture on, all things are naked and open before him with whom we have to do or give account, which means that God sees in secret, which means that God sees where no man sees. So you can fake everybody else out. You You can trick everybody, but the one that matters is God and God you can't trick. Are you with me? You can tell us you are green when you are blue. We all believe that you are green. You know, sometimes, especially me, sometimes when I see that you are trying to trick me, me, I just help you to trick me by removing my eye. Because I really don't matter. Are you with me? Some people, they live a life of, of, you know, like a pseudo life, a dual life. They are very, very bad. But in church... Very, very, very spiritual. Yes. Until the day they are caught. When they are caught, then you see them. <laughs> Who are you? When you were being bad and you were standing there, do you think God didn't see? Uh-huh. Oh, you don't like my message. If you like the message I preach, say, Hey. 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 Preach. I'm preaching. Preach. You're preaching good. Hallelujah. God is the one that matters, not anybody. So try to please him. Because at the end of the day, he is the one who will say, well done, good and faithful servant. Nobody here is going to say well done. You see, the Bible says that if all men speak well of you, be careful. If everybody is giving you a thumbs up and God is giving you a thumbs down, you are in trouble. I'd rather God gives me a thumbs up than people give me a thumbs up. Hallelujah. Because he is the one you need to please. And he has stated or stipulated the criteria or the things that you do that pleases him. Which means that he is not mysterious. God is not mysterious. Contrary to popular opinion. Everything that he has said, he says that his will is him. He has lifted his word a little above him, that he cannot go above it. What he has said, he's already written. So please him according to his will and you don't have anything to fear. He's not a respecter of persons. Hallelujah. He doesn't favor one person more than the other. If you obey, he will favor you. And so we looked at the first thing that the scripture said, that if we want to please God, our sanctification is very important. And in the sanctification, there's a semicolon. Then it talks about sexual immorality. Did you see that? He says that for this is, This is the will of God. It's a colon that you abstain from sexual immorality, which means that sanctification means that keep yourself pure. Amen. Amen. And we said that sanctification is a work, which means that it's something that you need to strive towards. You need to work towards. Work means that you need to take some steps. Amen. So if you started here on the floor, you don't need to stay on the floor and say, well, I missed it. So I might as well make a monument here and stay here. No, you have to make necessary steps to move from where you are to where God needs you to be. Am I talking to somebody? That is what we call sanctification or striving. Striving. The Bible says something that uh, uh, work your salvation with fear and trembling. It means that work your own salvation. It means that try your best to make an effort to become a better person than you were yesterday. Am I talking to somebody? Try your best to become somebody who will look at you. This person used to be like this, but now they have changed because God has made a difference in their lives. Am I talking to somebody? So your sanctification is very important. Then we talked about a second thing. Brotherly love. Live in love. Isn't it? Make sure that as much as lies within you, live peaceably with all men. Let nobody have you as the source of their grief. <laughs> Prince. Prince. <laughs> you see, these are the people when you are preaching, say that message for him. That message for that person. That message for When would the message be for you? Hallelujah. Amen. Try and 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 listen, try and owe no man anything apart from love. Try that you owe somebody love. Even when they are some way, owe them love. And love doesn't take account of wrong. Love is not proud. Love is not boastful. Love is not uh, 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 somebody who is always striving. It's not envious. Love is very patient. The the word patience is is defined as the ability to endure pain without complaining for a long time. Which means that if 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 I'm stepping on your foot, I'm stepping on your foot and it's hurting, the ability... To endure me stepping on your foot for a long time is. That was loud. That was loud. That was my. Hallelujah. I'll be a Christian and I'll endure some people for a long time. Amen. But did you understand that? Let's move on to the next one. What was the next one? Faith. Uh, uh, Hebrews 11, 6 says that for without faith it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to God must know that He is and that He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. You cannot please God outside faith. Amen. In Hebrews ten thirty eight the Bible says that just shall live. By faith, the just shall live. In Habakkuk 2, is it Habakkuk 2.4? It says the same thing. The just shall live by faith, which means that the thing that moves, the, 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 the bloodstream that moves in the, in, the, in the life of the believer is faith. faith. If you go to Hebrews and you look at all the people that are named in Hebrews 11, you realize that they're all very bad boys and girls. <laughs> How many have taken time to look at that? Bad. I mean, they're all bad boys. Abraham was a pimp. Isaac was also a pimp. Rahab was on the, on the job. Enoch was a drunk. Uh, Noah was a drunk. David, we don't want to talk about him. For obvious reasons, we are in church. We can't talk about David. Uh, uh, uh. All of them. When you look at them, you realize that their lives—what the only thing that qualified them was their faith in God, which means that the only thing that will will qualify you and I, apart from many things, our faith. Amen. Amen. Believe in God. Amen. I said, believe in God. Amen. Make sure that you believe in God. Have faith, and faith is based on hope. Amen. In Hebrews 11, faith is a substance of things hope. hoped for. Faith is based on what? Hope. hope. To be hopeful means what? Like to be expectant that things will turn out better. Happen. To, 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 to have an, a blessed assurance that you will get something good in, in return. Amen. Amen. And how many know that hope? hope is not expensive? <laughs> <laughs> it's free, it's free. Hope is free. I hope it will turn out alright. There are some people even though hope is free <laughs> their natural proclivity is to be pessimistic. To be, to be negative is a good way. It's to be negative. Their natural, natural inclination <laughs> a, a, <laughs> their nationality is negativity. <laughs> their natural inclination is to be negative. How many are like that? We are in church. Deliver, a lot. Deliver Give me a, a wave. let let me let me let me challenge you this morning what have you got to lose let's look at the worst case scenario worst case worst case scenario is what it doesn't work work. okay so let's examine when if it doesn't work really what do you lose worst case the man who has promised me marriage? Yes. Tomorrow we are supposed to be having our wedding day. Oh worst case scenario, he, he decides appear. that he doesn't want to marry again <laughs> and doesn't appear at the altar. Oh worst case scenario is that I am embarrassed, isn't it? How many agree with me? Let's let's look at it. I am worst case scenario. I am embarrassed. I'll become a laughing stock. Uh, uh, I'll become the news. Uh, uh, I won't be able to show my face. Uh, 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 what else? What else? Yeah. I will cry. Yeah, what else? Wasted I've wasted money. Uh, my family have travelled all the way. Uh, what else? I've lost respect. What else? What else? What else? What else? What else? What else? I have a broken heart. Uh, uh, listen, listen, listen. All these nine things we've talked about. Do you know that you are not the first person to have a broken heart? <laughs> Do, do, you know that, do you know that this this pain and this shame you are suffering is only a temporary thing? One day you walk back on this aisle and with a, with a better man than that foolish boy. That, that, I, 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 you don't agree with what I'm saying. You know, one day you look at this boy crossing the road and, and then you look at him from head to toe and then you say to yourself, What was I thinking? So I was crying because of this. Ah, and he's not even handsome. His legs are all crooked. Look at him. When you come and pack your your latest uh, uh, Mercedes Benz uh, 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 there, and you see him dropping from the bus and crossing the road, Listen, I know of a brother, I know of a brother, went to propose to this girl. The girl looked at him from head to foot and she said, if you look at you and you look at me, are you my type? Do you look like somebody who can marry me? the brother put his tail between his legs and then he walked quietly quietly back. Within a few months this brother landed a powerful job. And you remember I was telling the other day that you are one phone call away from your blessings. He landed a, a, a powerful job. And how many know that it doesn't matter how ugly you look today. One blessing can change your look. One blessing can make you uh, uh, I don't know I don't know what I'm talking to somebody. One blessing can change everything about you. Something that changed the, everything about this brother. You know, a, a job. And then all of a sudden you know, you know when, when glory descends on you All of a sudden, it changes your 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 image. It makes you more handsome than 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 you are now. Your perfume has changed. Your 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 clothes your clothes have changed. The 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 the, the soap you used to use has changed. Um um. Your your shoes are now on point. Your your watch your watch is now selling you. You know, it eh, speaks and, for you, it speaks for you. And, and, and now, 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 this brother goes for a sister who is not local, is not around from here,
1: Bro- brought her from somewhere
0: and brought this sister into church. And obviously, he has changed his car, he has changed. And then he comes into the church. I'm not, I'm not telling you a, a Christmas story. I'm telling you a real true story that happened. Brother comes to church and sits. You know, the brother came to church and made the spotted the sister sit on the right. And he went to his favorite spot on the left. And, 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 and the, the, this girl... So the brother, I, I want you to give somebody a hug and tell them that God bless you. Hey, go away, go away. Hey, hey, brother, hey, you have changed. You know the thing that you said to me the other day when we were at McDonald's. Can you say it again? The brother, said, what? The thing that you told me when you took me to McDonald's with the apple pie. You know, remember? The, the, the brother was like, uh, apple pie, <laughs> McDonald's. Me, I said something. What is that? Oh, you know, when he said you love me, can you say it again? No. No. You must have hope. Things Listen, have hope that things will turn out all right. Yes. Depends I said, have hope. That this girl, this boy, will turn out all right. Amen. 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 That's why you must not look for a a handsome boy or a beautiful girl necessarily. Look for somebody who has bright eyes for future. Somebody who has hope for life. Somebody that has a zest for life. There are some people who don't have any ambition for life. They don't have any hope for life. It's like, just as I am without one plea, Christian pastor, they are not going anywhere. Hallelujah. Am I talking to somebody? Oh, I said, Am I talking to somebody? Have hope, amen. The next one we talked about sacrifice, and we compare the sacrifice that. Cain made with the sacrifice that Abel made. Both of them sacrificed, but God had respect for one sacrifice and the other. The Bible says that God did not have regard. And the reason why God did not have regard was that sacrifice was uh, 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 almost uh, uh, an impromptu and not thought of. It's like I did within my means. It was, I'm calling the sacrifice, but really it's not. Sacrifice. A sacrifice. It was just something, you know. I just picked some things. You remember the story about the, the pig, the 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 chicken, and the and the, pig. And the, pig. And the dog, and their their master was was um, sick, and the dog brought a, a, a suggestion: let us prepare breakfast for for our master who is sick. And then the dog said, pig give us some sausage and bacon. And then the chicken said, I'll bring some eggs. Then the dog said, I'll cook them together and go and give to master. It looks like all three of them had sacrifice. But there were, there were differences between the sacrifices. How many can understand that? Because for the pig, that was death. it means death. For bacon and sausage to come out of him, he's dead. For the chicken... It's you just. Drop it. I've just dropped it. <laughs> Take it. And, and and for the dog, it's just his time to put them together and go and present. Which one do you think really sacrifice for their their owner? So there are differences in our sacrifices, amen. amen. And the Bible says that God has regard. On what is real sacrifice and what is like a chicken type of sacrifice or a dog type of sacrifice God has no has not got respect and so God said to to Cain if you had done well would the Lord not have had regard for your sacrifice brothers and sisters if you are going to sacrifice let's sacrifice everything sacrifice your time your energy. David said that I will not give to God anything that has not cost me. If it doesn't cost me, it's not worthy of God. If I'm going to give it to God, it must cost me something. Amen. What is costing you? You being here, what has it cost you? Pastor, mm, me it has cost me some sleep. <laughs> I had to wake up. I woke up and Some people had to wake up around 5.30 and organize their lives. their lives to make a travel and come back. Are you with me? Some yesterday night were here to put things together to, for the songs and everything, for us the atmosphere to be nice and everything. Once you were snoring, they were here. So our sacrifices as we are sitting here not all the same. Amen. Amen. But try that your sacrifice will be regarded or respected by God. So give everything that you can give. Amen. Am I talking to somebody? What was the next one? Was that it? Okay, so today, we want to continue with what we can do or what we must do that will give God happiness for God to be blessed by us. Amen. What will please God? And there is nothing that pleases God more than our lives becoming fruitful. John 15. John chapter 15. I am the vine, and my father is the husband man or the vine dresser. every Branch a maid that does not bear fruit, he takes away that, and every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. Uh, you are already clean because of the word which I've spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine and you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him. The Bible says the same bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. Verse 6 says that if anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered. And they gather them and throw them into the fire and they are burned. Verse 7 says, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you desire and it shall be done unto you. Verse 8. I want us to read it together. Ready? Go. By By this this my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit fruit, so that read it again. By this my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit so So you will be my disciples. Have you got the Amplified? Can you read somebody read the Amplified for me? By this, the Father is pleased that we bear much fruit. Somebody read the amplifier. Somebody got the amplifier. When you bear produce, yeah. When you bear produce much fruit, my Father is honored and glorified, and you show and you prove yourselves to be true followers of mine. Hey, Amen. When we produce much fruit. God is pleased and glorified. The reason why God is pleased and glorified when we, 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 we give our fruit is because he is the husbandman or He's the farmer. He says that I am the vine, verse 1. I am the vine and my father, that is God, is the farmer. Amen. He is the gardener. He is the wine, vine dresser. And, and there is no farmer on earth who is not in business of harvests. Every farmer is in business because of the harvest and not the, 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 the grains or the seeds. Mm. I, am I making sense? God is not as interested in the seedlings as he's interested in the harvest. The seed is planted so that it will bear fruit or give us harvest. So his mind is on the harvest, not on the seed per se. Even though he has to choose the best of the seeds and take care of the seeds and make sure that the seeds have the best condition to produce the harvest. But the ultimate goal is for the harvest and not the seeds. Amen. So he is not just keeping the vine for the sake of it, he's not keeping the branches for the sake of it. He's not tendering uh, uh, the whole tree and the branches and the leaves for the sake of it, but because he wants to have a harvest. Now let's, let's flip it. Jesus is the vine. We are the branches. And he said that anyone who is in Christ and bears fruit, they glorify the Father. Herein is my Father glorified when you, not Jesus, when you bear much fruit, am I talking to somebody? Are you understanding what I'm saying? When you become fruitful and productive, then you give glory or you honor God. Amen. You see, in the Bible, producing or production is very, very important. If you listen to Jesus talking, he, all his, his sermons Especially in the, I call it the kingdom economics um, chapter. (laughs) Matthew 25. The kingdom of God is like unto a a man that had ten virgins. The kingdom of God is like unto a, 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 verse 14, the 14 says, a kingdom of God is unto like a man who was going to take a city in a faraway place place and he called out to his servants and delivered his goods to them verse 15 and he gave uh, five talents to one and to another two and to another he gave one according to their own abilities and immediately he left now I, i'm not going to belabor this scripture because that's not really what, what I'm want to talk about but the the the, the man was a businessman He knew that these three had different talents. They didn't have the same talent. So he gave one five, one two, one one. And then he left with instructions that do business until I come. Because he himself is a businessman and he's looking after, looking for many more fruits. So do business until I come. And when he came... When he he came, look, let's go to when he came. Verse, what verse is that? So when, 19, 19, start from 19. After a long time, those servants came and settled accounts with him. Because every businessman wants to see at the end of the day what he has done with his business. He wants to render profit or loss, loss, isn't it? How many business students do I have here? So profit and loss. To do profit and loss, you must first take out your liabilities, put your liabilities to one side, and then your expenditure to another side, yes, and then after you've done all that, you look at your income, and you take out your assets, liabilities, and all this, and at the end of the day, after you've taken everything out, you look at your profit margin to see whether you made a profit or you made a loss. Amen. So, as it is appointed unto man, once to die, and after this, the judgment. Amen. After this, the judgment. And, and, and he said to, to uh, the first one, the first guy came, says, said, so he who had received five talents came and brought five other talents, saying, Lord, you gave me five talents. Look, I have gained five more talents besides them. And he said, well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful over a few things. I'll make you a ruler over what? Many Many things. I gave you a few. You have been faithful over the few. I'll make you a ruler over many. Then the one who had two came and said, uh, Lord, you gave me two talents. Look, I have gained two more talents. And he said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over exactly. a few. I will make you, verse 24. No, uh, the I said, you, 23. I will make you a ruler over what? Many things. many things. Can you see the first many and the second many are many? Did you get it? The first many, the first, the guy with the five, he had the reward of what? Many. many. The second who had two talents and gained two more had a reward of what? Yeah, many. Many. Which means that you don't need to be the pastor or the bishop or the pope. In your own corner, if you can become productive, you have the same reward. That's right. I, I, am I talking to yeah. If you are, don't say that because you didn't give me five talents, because you didn't give me two talents, so I didn't do anything like the third guy did. Amen. Let's read up. Twenty. Then the one who had received one talent came and said, Lord, I knew you were a hard man. Reaping where you have not sown. Gathering where you have not scattered seed. And and I was afraid. And I went and hid your talent in the ground. Look, you have what is yours. Take it. Amen. And verse 26 said, But the Lord answered and said, You are wicked and a lazy servant. You knew I reap where I have not sown and gathered where I have not scattered seed so you ought to have deposited my 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 money in the with the bankers that at my coming I will receive my own with interest because God is interested in interest God is interested in more people do you know that even demons want more people Even unbelievers want more people. Do you know that people who who take drugs, they want more people to take drugs. People who uh, 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 do uh, baths, they want more people. They want a company. How come you, a Christian, you don't want others to become Christians? You come to church. From January, we are in the 10th month. You haven't invited one person. You haven't won one soul. Absolutely. You are being guarded. You are being pruned. Every time, God bless me. God bless me. God, my job. Police God, my, my health. God, my uh, landlord. My God, boss. my uh, this. And God is always producing, providing for you. He says that he's tilling the land. He's putting water. He's looking after, doing all that for one reason. For you to be productive. And then after doing all that, you come and say, the talent you gave me here. Yeah. God, you don't understand. It's not easy. In this, time, in, this, in this country, you see, I have to go to work. I have to go, you know, and the weather is cold. You want me to go and stand in the city center and invite people? I mean, it's not, it's not reasonable. And you a hard man. Want people to go and stand in the cold. And win souls. Is that reasonable? So I kept the talent you gave me here. Take your talent. It was one anyway. Twenty-eight. So take the talent from him. Now listen to what the, the God said. You see, Jesus used this as a parable to show us the kingdom economics. He said that he said. Take the talent from him. Give it to the one who has ten talents. And look at what becomes of this man. For everyone who has more, more will be given. And who who have abundance, but he who has not, even the one he has will be taken away from him. Next verse. And cast this unprofitable servant into what? Outer darkness. There there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. You know, it's like, I, I, you see, I, I find it very, very, you know, at least you have taken your talent. Leave me alone. <laughs> he said, no, you are a wicked person. And for that matter, you need to be punished. I was thinking, why did God say that this man is wicked? Well, at least he didn't squander the talent. He gave it back. He kept it in a safe place. He but he said, I fed you, I clothed you, I housed you to do business for me. The reason why we are clothed in our right minds, the reason why God has given us health, the reason why God has even brought us to sit on the chair we are sitting, it's not because we are deserving, but because he has given us that talent. Some have talent to play, some have talent to sing, some have talent to do other things. Some have five, some have two, some have three, some have one and a half, some have half, some have Zero, zero, two. But the talent is a talent nevertheless. And when you are profitable with that talent, you get well done, good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy and become a ruler of what? Many. Many. So if it's point one talent, you still get many many as your result. Hallelujah. Am I talking to somebody? My question to you is that all this whole year, who have you led to Christ? Who have you invited to church? Who have you encouraged to be in church? Let the church say amen. Give me volume. Let the church. You won't sing. <laughs> no, I, I'm asking you this question. God is asking you this question. Do you know, do you know something? That God hates barrenness. Barrenness is not something God likes. Because barrenness is an aberration of God's order. That is why when Jesus went under the fig tree desiring to have fruits to eat and he could not find anything. He saw leaves. He saw a big tree. He saw branches but no fruit. He cast the tree and the tree died the next day. Today modern Christians that we have come green Fat, Fat flourishing, Flourishing. no fruits. Because we are so selfish. It's all about us. Pass me not, O gentle Savior. That's our song. Whilst on others thou art fallen, do not pass me by. He's blessed you. He's blessing you more. But he's a businessman. He wants something in return. No businessman gives anything for nothing. Am I talking to somebody? Yes. Yeah. He's invested so much in you. What have you given in return? What yields have you given? What interest have you given? If the message is you in the guilty, say, hmm. Mm. 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 and if it's a little too hot, just twitch a little bit, just shake in your chair a little bit, just move. Hallelujah. Amen. Listen, you must have at least 10 people a year or 12 people a year sitting in the church because of you. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. The way you are looking at me, I don't like. How many of you, how many of us in this place, if you knew that we're giving 100 pounds free in this room, To everybody that comes to church next Sunday, everybody gets hundred pounds. You will bring somebody. Give me a wave. Be honest. Oh yeah. Which means that you don't believe in God enough. Which means that you don't believe that God is God gives us. If it was hundred pounds and it's tangible, you can see it. You bring somebody and your friends. Even the people you are not talking to, you tell them that, listen, I know we are not talking but listen, Sunday I'm taking you somewhere. When you collect you can give me half. How many will do that? I'll take percentage. But you have dressed very nicely. It's good you are here, but it would have been better if you came with somebody how many agree with what I'm saying how many were in church last week did you enjoy church because there were more people do you know more people means more expectation more miracles more happiness yeah hallelujah do you know that this building we have seats up here gallery from this side all the way that can sit more people than those who are on the ground now. The reason why we have covered it is because we have become lazy. We have become unprofitable. We are not producing fruits. You know, yesterday, was it yesterday or the day before? Yesterday, I came into this room and some of the seats that were put in this room yesterday, uh, for last Sunday were taken out. And I was sad in, my, in me. That it was taken out because we don't expect a lot of people to come in today. Because we have been lazy. Amen. I am challenging you. There's at least one person that you can bring to the house of God tomorrow, next week. How many, how many agree with me? At least one person. Only three people agree with me. He tells us how we can be profitable. I am the vine. My father is the vine dresser. Every uh, tree that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every tree that bears fruit, he proves that it may bear more fruit. If you abide in me, verse 7, that's uh, John 15. And my words, no, no, he said verse, verse 5, verse 5, verse 5. He says, "I'm the vine. He who abides in me, and I in him, the same do what bears much fruit." So the first way you can become a fruit-bearing Christian is to abide in Him. Number one, abide in Him, Amen. Because without me, you can do nothing. And then the verse, verse verse five says that no six. Verse six, quickly. Anyone who does not abide in me is cast out. Verse seven says, "If you abide in me." And my words abide in you. So the words must abide in you. After God ab- you abide in God, then his words must abide in you. Amen. The reason why we are not fruitful is because the word doesn't abide in us. We are full of Nigerian movies. Hello? iroko tv hey amen you don't like the message people are coming angry they are squeezing their faces at me i think that will stop me from preaching the message i'm preaching do you know how long i've been doing this work that you have you think you're doing my friend make fix your face and stop that let's move on next one you can't intimidate me with that face <laughs> <laughs> what glorifies God is that we bear fruit number B go to the next one expect us God expects us to be fruitful which means that he expects us to produce after our kind somebody must be in church just like you amen somebody must be zealous for God on fire like you are hallelujah next one see Kingdom economics is about profit-making. Amen? Somebody say kingdom economics. Become kingdom economics. Fruit, fruitful. Profit-making is about souls. Amen? We have enough room to have first service, second service, third service. We have enough room. When we take this place all out, we can put at least close to a thousand people in this building. Amen. And there are more than 900,000 people in Leeds alone. Hallelujah. Next one. Allow yourself to be clean. Number two, quickly. Abide in Him. Let His work. Allow God to do His thorough work in you. Next one, quickly. Abide in his word. Next one. Allow yourself to die. In, 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 in uh, um, Matthew. Matthew. No, no, John 12, 24. It says that. Except a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies. It abides alone. Amen. You see, the reason why it's very difficult for you to become fruitful. And for me to become fruitful it's because of our self and pride. Uh, I, I want to invite you to church. Oh, I don't have time. And then you feel embarrassed. Well, as for me? I don't do church. do church. You feel embarrassed. And because of that, you won't ask. But it says that unless you fall to the ground and die, you abide alone. If you want to become fruitful, then... You have to do what? Shame, shame. Shame, shame. I said, shame shame. shame, shame. Be scornful about shame. Amen. After all, what can happen? When I say, I'm taking you or give your life to Christ and saying, I don't do church. There's a scripture in Ezekiel 3. Ezekiel 3.18. He says that if I say to the wicked that if I ask you to warn the wicked and you do not warn him and he dies, I'll require his soul from you. Did you hear that? Put it on Ezekiel 3:18. If I say that the wicked will die, and I warn you to warn them, and you don't want them, and they die. I will require their blood from you. But if I tell you to warn them, and you warn them and they don't listen, then their blood will be upon their own heads. Because you have done your bit. Are you understanding what I'm saying? He, he says that, and I say to, to the wicked, you shall surely die, and give him, you give him no warning, nor speak or warn the wicked from his ways. To save his life, the same wicked man shall die in, in his iniquity, but his blood I will require from your hand. Next verse. Yet if I warn the wicked, and he does not turn from the, his wickedness nor his wicked ways, and he dies, but you have delivered your soul, because you have warned him. Again, when a righteous... I, I, I understand. if you understand? If you say it to him then you have delivered yourself. But if you don't say it, then his blood is on your head. Because they would have said that if you had told me, I would have listened. <laughs> if you had invited me, I would have come to church. You didn't invite me. You know, as I'm saying to you, because if I hadn't said, you said, a pastor didn't tell us to become fruitful. That's why I didn't become fru- fruitful. So I'm, I'm preaching. <laughs> so I've delivered myself. At least I told you. So in the day when we are called into heaven and they say, they call your name, uh, Tina. Tina, 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 Tina. Then you come. Where are your fruits? Um, 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 uh, Pastor, actually, Pastor, (laughs) didn't tell me. They will call me. And then I'll say, uh, rewind the tape. 28th, October. October, 2018. Then they will write the tape and plate And they will hear me saying that, Tina, I told you. <laughs> Hallelujah. The, Jesus said something. He said that the, the servant who knew the right thing to do and did not do it, when the master comes, he will give the servant many strikes, many beatings, many slaps. But the one who did not know the right thing to do will receive few slaps. slaps nevertheless. But slaps nevertheless. <laughs> so you want many slaps or few slaps? The question is yours. Next one quickly. Let's go to the next one. Okay, the next one. My time is up. The next, I'm just going to mention them so we can go home. Is that Okay. The next one, apart from uh, we talk that, what would we talk about? Sanctification, um, brotherly love, faith, sacrifice, fruitfulness, the fear of God. the fear of God. The fear of God pleases God. you know as I was thinking about this, the fear of God, I remembered. Uh, Kieran, I hope you will not be angry with me. Yeah. I, I, you know, when he was about, he must have been about two or three, and they did, a, um, I think, a Christmas production, and all the children were giving scriptures to, to say. And Kieran's scripture was Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5. Trust in the Lord your God with all your heart and lean not unto your own understanding in all your ways acknowledging and he shall direct your path. path. Verse 7 is is, is, is what I remember. Do not be wise in your own understanding but depart, uh, fear the Lord and depart from evil. (laughs) Fear the Lord and depart from evil. Do not be wise in your own eyes. But fear the Lord and depart from evil. I don't know what you said at the age of two. At the age of two, he was quoting scriptures. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. There There is something about the fear of God that is being lost in our modern-day charismatic church. We have become so people-oriented that we are driving out God and holiness from the church. The fear of God is lost. We do everything that unbelievers do and we come to sit in church because we are not afraid of God. In fact, sometimes we do worse things in church than is done outside. Outside, they have principles. Here, it looks like we have thrown the principles away. The fear of God is lost. Amen. But if you want to please God, one of the ways to please God is to have reverential fear. In the, in the Greek, in the, in the original Hebrew, there, there are two, two words, two words. Can you give me the words? Have I got it? Yara and Yira. <laughs> How, uh, you haven't got it? Okay, let me find it for you. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. Amen. Have I lost most of you? Oh, yeah. Because we are talking about the fear of God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, the, the main Hebrew and Greek words are translate, translated from fear in the Bible have different meanings. The the first one, the Hebrew one is yirah. that's Y-I-R-A-H Y-I-R-A-H which usually refers to the fear of God and this is viewed in a positive way that is when you fear God's God reverentially, you fear him that you respect him so that you will not do anything that will incur his displeasure Amen Am I talking to somebody? Amen. Amen. Have a reverential fear for God. Don't do anything that you know displeases God. Am I talking to somebody? Oh, you are looking away. Hmm. Fear the Lord and depart from. psalm 1147 verse 10 and 11 says that he does not delight in the strength of horses he takes no pleasure in the legs of men the lord takes pleasure in those who fear him in whose in those whose, who hope in his mercy amen. amen he takes pleasure in those who hope in his mercy Amen. Amen. Let's have a certain respect for God. That's right. Hallelujah. Amen. I think I I'll leave it here, but think about it. Respect God. Don't be willful. We respect, we respect men more than we respect God. That is why the day men see the the foolishness and the bad things that you are doing you start behaving like (laughs) but the God who has given you his breath who can withhold his breath in two seconds and resign your your soul to hell there is no respect for him you are afraid more of what men will say when they see your, your ways than what God will say but he sees you more than you know am I talking to somebody Let's not be willful. Let's not be careless. God is the one with whom we have to do. And he sees where no man sees. Am I talking to somebody? So honor him. Respect him. Do the things that please him, not the things that incur his displeasure. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Am I talking to somebody? Ask your neighbor. Is he talking about you? What did they say? They are not saying anything. Okay. Next one, quickly. Become spiritually minded. If you want to please God, become spiritually minded. Amen. Become spiritually minded. What do I mean by that? How many agree that the spiritual controls the physical? Amen. So let's become spiritually minded. Romans 8 6 to 8. For to be kindly minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God. For it is not subject to the law of God. Nor indeed can be. So then those who are in the flesh cannot please God. But if, but you are not in the flesh but in the spirit. If indeed the spirit of God dwells in you. Now, if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, he is not his. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh, to live according to the flesh. For if we live according to the flesh, we will die. But if we live by the spirit, you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For Verse 14 says that, for... As many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the signs of the sons. Sorry, these are the sons of God. Hallelujah. Those that are led by the Spirit of God, they are what? The sons of God. Become spiritual. How many understand what I mean by become spiritual? Yeah. Be led by the Spirit of God. You know, The best way for me to explain it is this. You are a man who has a flesh. Come. Uh, is come. You you are more like. She looks like the Holy Spirit, doesn't she? Okay. So, So, you are essentially a man. That's me. You live in the body. That's him. And you have a spirit man. That is this beautiful one here. The Bible says that the flesh is an enemy to the spirit. Because they that live in the flesh do not please God. Because they are enemies of the spirit of God. That's how come when you want to fast. Hmm. Yeah, this one say no, no, no. Then this one starts to gyrate. You, you smell food that you don't normally like. And you feel like eating. How many know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you are, inclined, you are leaning more to the flesh. And the spirit is... So if you feed the flesh all the time, the flesh becomes big and the spirit goes down. So some of us, our spirits are dwarfs. Because we don't feed the spirit. We feed the flesh. Nigeria movies, food, party, uh, all the things. Are you with me? And our church life, our Bible reading, our prayer, our worship is a dwarf. Are, are you getting it? But when you start to feed the spirit, automatically the flesh goes down, go down, go down. You see how the flesh always struggles to go you down. To down. You have to hit it down. Oh That's God. how come, have you not realized that when you start to fast, the first few hours, the first few days, the, the, the fast is not easy. Then after you manage the one, you manage the two, you manage the three, then it becomes easy. Yeah. Because now you've beaten the flesh down. It's then the spirit becomes stronger. You see, and, and then, you see, when the spirit... You crawl, crawl, crawl from there. When the Spirit is leading, you see, your body is being dragged across. How many felt your body being dragged to church today? You didn't really want to come, but your, 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 your body was dragged into this place because if it was left for you, you would sleep. How, how, am I talking about somebody here? If it was left for you, you would sleep. You see, as you are led by the Spirit, you fulfill the desires of the Spirit and you kill the desires of the flesh. Are you with me? But when you reverse it and you feed the flesh, hmm. immediately the spirit goes down. Hmm. So you see, now, you are going to the party, you are going to the nightclub, you are doing this. See, the spirit is even not non-existent, It's being dragged. See, it's poor spirit following oh i'm even feeling sorry for the spirit <laughs> go and sit down give them a hand <laughs> hallelujah can, can you understand Yeah. so feed the spirit as you are in church you are feeding the spirit as i'm preaching you are feeding as we are praying you are feeding the spirit as you are reading the bible you are feeding the spirit in the morning feed the spirit before you go to bed, feed the spirit. When you are sitting uh, uh, at home, feed the spirit. How many like music? Every kind of music you like, there's spiritual uh, part, isn't it? Every genre, every dance hall. If you want to see, you want how many want dance hall, spiritual dance hall? I have a crazy person I know who has a lot of Spiritual dance or music. Uh, sometimes I wonder whether they're really born again. West of all, become pastors. But anyway, God, God is with us. Afrobeat gospel. We have it. Whatever it is. So why are they playing all this nonsense? <laughs> and, and also, it's all about sex. Yes. Then after sex, what else? Beautiful ladies. last one quickly last one becoming a studious Christian you please God study to show yourself approved unto God study to show yourself approved unto God is it 1 Timothy 2.15 or the second study to show yourself approved unto God a workman that need not be ashamed rightly dividing no second rightly dividing the word of truth study to show yourself approved when you study you show yourself approved amen become a student of the bible hallelujah know the word of God amen oh I said amen Amen. study to show yourself approved don't become a novice when it comes to the bible some of us when it comes to the bible we don't know anything in the bible amen amen All we know in the Bible is what somebody is telling us. My pastor says, my pastor says, no, what are you yourself saying? What have you read in the Bible? Amen. John chapter 8, verse 29. John chapter 8, verse 29. quickly my time is way way over and he sent me and he who sent me is with me the father has not left me alone for I always do those things that pleases him amen but the things that pleased God through Jesus was what he did because of his word amen so I pray that we will become people that have studied or we study and follow jesus as our example amen